stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So the federal government's Bill C-69 is before the Senate. This is the legislation that is meant to address a promise that the liberals made in the last election to overhaul the regulatory process. And I mean, this is a fundamental question. The process by which a project, whether it be a pipeline, a refinery, whatever, gets proposed, gets reviewed, and then is either ultimately accepted or rejected. That's got to be a meaningful process. It's got to be clear and understandable and predictable. So we know how it goes and that if at the end of all of it, a project is approved, that it actually is going to happen. So obviously, we've got some issues on that front right now. There's a lot of concern, however, that C-69, as it's written, could exacerbate that. That, in fact, it could set the bar so high that we would never see a pipeline project be able to clear it. So there is a lot of concern about the impact this legislation could have. It has passed the House of Commons. It is now before the Senate. There's the opportunity for the Senate to block it altogether or perhaps to make some significant changes to C-69. That opportunity is there. The bill is now through second reading and goes to committee where it could, in fact, be altered. That's the outcome that our next guest is hoping for. Paula Simons, one of the senators representing the great province of Alberta, in fact, just recently appointed uh, to the Senate. She joins us on the line here this afternoon. Paula Simons, great to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Well, it's lovely to be back on the show. I think this is the first time since I have my new job. So I believe so. Uh, so uh, obviously, you're diving right into the thick of it now uh, with this debate <laughs> around this piece of legislation. So, uh, just first of all, so uh, obviously the Senate is still sitting, correct? The Senate is still sitting. We're we're winding down for the Christmas break. The Governor General is expected to come in this afternoon to give royal assent to a bunch of bills that were passed uh, in the last few days. And then we will be on a, a little bit of a Christmas break. Well, and you've been hearing a lot about C-69. And even once your appointment to the Senate was announced, I think a lot of people were making it known to you, Paula, that this is one you, you got to get on right away. This is, uh, you know, you need to, to take up Al- Alberta's cause here. And, and you went in, I, I guess, you know, wanting to really fully understand this legislation as, yeah, I mean- as the first step. I mean, absolutely. I mean, as a journalist, I mean, the first rule is you don't approach something with a closed mind. But I knew from the second that my not, you know, that my appointment was announced, people were talking to me about C-69. So I've been, I've been pretty upfront about this. My very first day in the Senate, the day I was sworn in, uh, Natural Resources Minister Amarjeet Sohi happened to be in for minister's question period. And I rose to ask him a question, which I think is unprecedented. Normally, you don't do that on the day you were sworn in. You're supposed to, you know, sort of sit there and, and, and still be wide-eyed. But I had, I had you know, uh, I had questions for him about C-69 right from the first day. And I, I gave uh, a quite passionate speech about C-69 as my maiden speech. Uh, I've been pretty upfront about this, and I've been meeting with people on on all sides of the C-69 discussion, literally from the day I got here. I think my, my very first meeting as a senator was with people from the Canadian Energy Pipeline Association. So I'm hearing two things. From people, I'm hearing that they are very unhappy with this piece of legislation. Uh, I'm hearing that from all kinds of people in Alberta, and I'm hearing it from industry representatives. And I'm even hearing it from some environmental groups who, although they like large parts of the legislation, their their amendments they would also like to see. 
a lot of people on every side feel that there is a lack of clarity in the wording of the bill uh, about what projects go on the project list for evaluation, about how we balance economic impacts versus social and environmental impacts, and about the power of the minister to sort of step in and trump whatever the uh, non-partisan, apolitical uh, regulatory process is supposed to be. So, I mean, I'm and I'm hearing that across the board. I'm also hearing from major industry groups, from CAP, from SEPA, from Husky, from Imperial, from Suncor, that they don't actually want the bill killed outright because they say to go back to the drawing board will just create more confusion and uncertainty for investors. They don't like the bill. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying for a minute that CAP supports the bill as written. But industry representatives have said to me that they don't want to spike the whole thing and start over because that will just create years more of uncertainty. They're asking for amendments. And so yesterday, I voted with the majority of senators to send the bill to committee for review and amendment. Well, and as you're well aware, uh, UCP leader Jason Kenney has pounced on that and has (laughs) expressed his disappointment with you, in his words, voting for this legislation. Yeah, see, okay, here's the thing. I didn't, to vote for legislation, I mean, I, I want people to understand I did not vote to pass this legislation. I would not vote in favor of C-69 as written. And I've said that literally from the first day I got here. Um, I voted in a procedural motion to send the bill to committee because it's at committee that bills get scrutinized, revised, and amended. And that's what needs to happen to Bill C-69. I was also intrigued to find out this morning that Mr. Kenny has, in fact, asked to testify before the committee. So I take that as his vote of confidence in the committee process. And I should also say that one of my first acts when I got here was to ask to be on the committee, because when I got here, there were no Albertans, not one Albertan, on the Energy, Environment, and Natural Resources Committee. Interesting. And and I thought that was a huge problem. Mm -hmm. So now I volunteered to be on the committee, and Patty Labacan Benson, who is the other new senator from Alberta who was appointed the same day as I, uh, is also on the committee. So there are now a 200% increase in the number of Albertans on on the committee, and we're going to be in there asking really tough questions about C-69, working to support amendments. And I think this is a time when Albertans need to stand together. I mean, Rob, you know me. I don't belong to a political party. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a New Democrat. I'm not a conservative. I'm a nonpartisan person. I'm not a party politics person. I want to work with the United Conservative Party, with the New Democrats, with Shannon Phillips and Rachel Notley and Jason Kenney and Stephen Mandel. We need to be united as Albertans in saying this is not good legislation and not just for Alberta's oil industry. It's problematic legislation for all kinds of, of, of major developments, whether that's hydro dams, whether that's tidal power, whether that's offshore wind. I mean, there are all kinds of non-carbon intensive energy projects that could also be uh, subject to this new regulatory regime. We have to make sure it works. Now, if, if you felt, and, and I guess there are those who do feel that this bill is, is beyond redemption, uh, that it cannot be improved, then I guess the, the thing to do would have been to, to have voted against it. But if, no, I mean, it, it, it's second reading. Well, exactly. If, if, it, if it comes out of committee and it comes to third reading and it's not improved, I won't vote in favor of it. You can keep this clip and you can play it back. <laughs> if I don't feel 
that there have been enough improvements to the bill. I'm not voting in favor of it. I do not belong to the Liberal caucus. I'm not whipped. I want to be really clear about this. I am an independent senator. Patty Labican Benson is an independent senator. We will look at the bill. We will analyze it. We will scrutinize it. And we will do what we think is best for Albertans. Right, which which seems like the reasonable thing to do. Now, it, it, you, you right? would think. <laughs> now, if, if the bill were defeated, whether it be on second or third reading, if it were defeated in the Senate, where would that leave us? Well, I mean, if a bill is defeated in the Senate, uh, then the government has a problem. Then the government has to has to figure out a way to to come back to the legislation. Now, do I think that this bill will be defeated outright in the Senate? I mean, the Independent Senate Caucus is very divided. There are a lot of independent senators, um, and not just from Alberta. Uh, you know, there are independent senators from uh, from the maritime provinces who also understand uh, the importance of having a good regulatory regime. Uh, you know, if if we were voting on the bill as written today, I think it would probably still pass, but I really don't know. It's it's a really open question. I mean, if if it's a big if, I mean, the Senate can't just vote against a bill because it doesn't like it. There has to be a constitutional issue engaged. There has to be an issue about minority rights or about regional rights. And it's possible, I guess, that you could sort of come up with a legal argument for the Senate to vote against C-69 on regional, on protection of regional interests basis. It's a a pretty tough test to meet. Um, So I don't know that spiking the bill would do the industry any favors. I mean, again and again, what industry representatives have told me is that the problem for them is investor confidence. And if investors look at Canada and say, holy man, this is a country that cannot get a regulatory regime together, that's terrible for investors. It's terrible for investor confidence. It's terrible for us. You know, this is too important for us to play petty partisan politics with. We need a regulatory regime that protects our environment, that honors our indigenous treaty obligations, and that creates investor confidence so that we can have good projects uh, with international capital, with the, with the sensible development, not just of oil and gas, but of across our energy sectors. You know, if we want to have things in federal jurisdiction, you know, I started thinking about this. Like, suppose you had offshore wind. You were going to set up giant wind farms off the coast of BC or off the coast of, you know, of Newfoundland. That could be a really interesting technology. But who's going to come to invest if they think that they're not going to be able to get a project through to fruition because it's always going to be held up by politics? Right. You know, we need we need to think about this beyond oil and gas. And what, what's happening in Alberta right now? is a legitimate crisis, and I understand that there are people losing their jobs. I understand that there are people who are very frightened. If TMX were under construction right now, it wouldn't actually affect what's actually happening with the oil differential. Uh, so we have, we have two separate problems here. We have, we have a problem right now in the short term in Alberta, and then we have this longer-term problem of getting our oil to market and of getting new capital into our industry. My great fear is that if we were to kill the bill now, 
it wouldn't help with any of that. I mean, we might eventually get a better bill. We also might not. So I say, okay, we have a very flawed bill in front of us, but it's a framework. It's a foundation. Can we do things to the framework that we have to make a bill that works for everyone? If I don't feel that the committee can do that, that'll be a different question. Now, people have said to me, oh, you're sending it to a liberal committee. And I realized, oh, people don't actually know how this works. So it's an all-party committee. There's actually one liberal on the committee and six conservatives, and everybody else is either independent or what they call unaffiliated. So this is not this is not a rubber stamp committee. This is a legitimate standing committee that is going to hold public hearings. Today at our meeting, we discussed holding some of those public hearings in Alberta so people could see what we actually do. This is not some kangaroo court. This is a committee of smart people. I've, been re- I've only been on the committee for a couple of weeks, but I've been really impressed with the caliber of people who are on that committee. Uh, they are going to give proper scrutiny to this bill from both the environmental and the economic angle. And I hope that we'll be able to come up as a consensus with amendments that the Senate will pass. And if we do, then those amendments go back to the House of Commons. Uh, we call it the other place here. Mm-hmm. And uh, then then we'll see if we get into a, a little game of ping pong. But just further to the point about what would happen if the Senate voted against this, is it naive to think, I mean, maybe we'll have a different government a year from now that has a different approach to all of this, but but is it naive to think that this government would wave the white flag and say, it, I guess the status quo is just fine after all? Uh, yeah, I think yes. Also, mm-hmm. I think the status quo is not fine. If the status quo were is if the status quo were fine, we'd have TMX in the ground by now. We might even have Northern Gateway or Energy East. I mean, the status quo doesn't work. It doesn't work for anybody. Uh, it doesn't work for environmental groups. It doesn't work for investors. It doesn't work for industry. It doesn't work for for workers. So, uh, you know, let's not romanticize the past. Because if the past if the past regulatory regime worked, we'd have a pipeline. Right. Which we don't. Uh, indeed. Which we don't. You know, and I don't know. I mean, I haven't, I'm not used to being a politician yet, Rob. I'm speaking to you in the same kind of tone of voice I would have spoken to you when I was a newspaper columnist. And maybe that's going to get me in trouble. Uh, if not today, then down the road. <laughs> but, I, you know, but I really want to be as transparent as possible. I really want to try to use my social media presence and my media experience to explain to people how the Senate works, because I don't think a lot of people, I don't mean a lot of Albertans, I don't think a lot of Canadians understand what the Senate does. I'm not sure how well I understood it before I got here. But but people need to know that Senate committees are not, you know, this is not political theater. This is, committees are where the real work happens. And if Albertans want to see improvements to our regulatory regime, not just to this act, but to, to, but to the way we do things going forward. I hope um, we're uh, invited as senators on the committee to to recommend people to come as expert witnesses. I've asked on Twitter today, and I'm, and I'm asking your radio audience now, if you can, if you think of people who would be good expert witnesses to speak to the committee, let me know, and I will put those names forward. Uh, when, if, and when we are taking the committee on the road to Alberta. I will let people know so that they have a chance to attend. And, you know, I've asked I've asked Jason Kenney this morning if I can meet with him when I'm back in Alberta. I don't want to make this 
a partisan game. I want to try to use, you know, the it's a bumbling, humble skills I have <laughs> to try and get legislation that's better and to try to explain to Albertans what I'm actually doing here, um, you know, which is not just swanning around being called the Honorable Paula Simons, which is still very weird. Yes, I can imagine. Well, we do appreciate the candor and uh, very <laughs> eager to see what, what comes of this process. Yes, with a, little, a little too much candor can perhaps not make a ways I don't wish it to go. But I, you know, but I really want people to know that they can still, you know, they can still contact me the way they always did and I'm still listening the way I always did and I, I hope to always be a guest on your show as I always have been. Well, appreciate it. And thanks for being one here today. Senator Paula Simons, much appreciated. Thanks, Rob. There you go. Alberta Senator Paula Simons on the C69 debate. Her assessment is that the bill is very problematic as it's written. There's an opportunity in committee to make changes, and at the end of that process, we'll have something else to assess. She says if it looks too much like it does now, she's not going to vote for it. That's good. It is problematic now. It should not pass in its current form right now. How much can it be changed? I guess we'll have to wait and see. There's that opportunity now. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.